I am Johnny Massacre and welcome to my show. Tonight, South Park drops a new episode taking the piss out of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. And rumours fly that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are going to try to sue South Park. Is it true? Who is with me? Give me a hell yeah! Okay, so Harry and Meghan's parody on South Park is blowing up on the internet. The episode features a parody of the clueless couple doing a worldwide tour, begging for privacy while loudly drawing attention to themselves and playing the victim. The episode also mocks Meghan Markle's intelligence. The episode aired on Wednesday the 15th on Comedy Central in the 26th season of South Park, and the episode in question is known as the Worldwide Privacy Tour. And it aired to an audience of 560,000. Now, this is a far cry from the audience of South Park in its heyday, much smaller figures. But nevertheless, South Park is still culturally relevant because its creators, Parker and Stone, just signed a $900 million deal, extending the series to 30 seasons through 2027. And this episode is easily viewable on Comedy Central, uh, cc.com, depending on what subscription you have. Now, in the wake of this, there are plenty of headlines saying Harry and Meghan plan to sue South Park and Meghan is upset and overwhelmed. Are these headlines true? Well, let's first take a look at what all the fuss is about regarding this South Park episode and then we'll find out whether these headlines are true. So the episode in question, as I've just mentioned, is known as the Worldwide Privacy Tour. So you can see a little clip from that here. And it's rather amusing, so let's watch it together, shall we? It's actually fucking genius. So that's a parody of the Magical Mystery Tour by the Beatles. And obviously it highlights the hypocrisy of Harry and Meghan saying they just want to be left alone while drawing as much attention to themselves as possible on various lucrative tours and ventures. So the episode also features Meghan Markle playing the victim, as you can see here. I don't care. Don't care. What the hell? What did he just say? He victimized me! It's because I'm an ethnic woman! He can't do that! I'll see- Wait, you're ethnic? This is an outrage! We'll just see how he deals with my blue penis! So there you can see Meghan Markle is claiming to be victimized because she's an ethnic woman. And Harry there doesn't even know that she's ethnic because she doesn't really look like it. But she is apparently anyways. It's all about victimhood and they, they mock that in this South Park episode and so now there are headlines everywhere saying Meghan Markle and Harry are going to sue the South Park creators so we've got the regular um, reactionaries on YouTube such as Ryan Kinnell he says Meghan Markle hits pathetic all caps new low Harry and Meghan want to sue all caps after South Park destroyed them all caps 
And then we had Yellow Flash who says, South Park under fire, all caps. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are trying to sue creators for roasting them. So you can see the similarity between these headlines. These are the kind of anti-woke YouTube channels. And Yellow Flash kind of seems to copy Ryan Kinnell in the design of the thumbnail. And I, th I guess in these videos, they're actually going to kind of tell you the truth, which is what I'm going to tell you, which is that Pretty much all of this is bullshit about them wanting to sue, or it appears to be so. And I guess these channels, like the mainstream media, have to use a sensationalist headline because that's what gets clicks. And unfortunately, the market kind of dic dictates the headlines. If you were to make an honest headline and say, Harry and Meghan aren't going to sue South Park, no one would click on it. So I'm guessing that within these videos, they actually kind of say what i'm saying now which is this is basically kind of bullshit but it is a little bit clickbaity some of these headlines because it makes it look as if megan's upset and she's overwhelmed but all of this has actually come from pure speculation so fox news covered this and within the fox news article you can actually find out that harry and megan are probably not going to sue south park so fox news they run a headline saying megan markle has been upset and overwhelmed and they say the episode could have legal ramifications, according to a royal expert. I wonder who that is. So the Fox article says Meghan Markle is reportedly not too happy with how she's been portrayed on Wednesday night's episode of the adult comedy show. A source told The Spectator that Markle has been upset and overwhelmed. So The Spectator is a weekly British conservative magazine. And they started this rumor that Meghan and Harry are going to sue and we can kind of see what that looks like within the article so here is the spectator article claiming that Meghan markle wants to sue south park over uh, their portrayal of her so the spectator article says Meghan markle upset at her depiction in south park the duchess won't watch the episode mocking her and her husband sources say so that's pretty much the source of the rumor this spectator article and their source is completely unknown so there you go i don't think they're really going to sue megan and harry and it's just interesting to see how one article like that will go throughout the whole media and then everyone will start repeating the headlines and then there'll be all these kind of clickbait youtube articles feeding off that but the headlines are believable it is believable that harry and megan might want to sue south park would you be surprised if they did and i think that pretty tells that pretty much tells you everything you need to know about Harry and Meghan, how they've cried wolf so many times when they're really not that oppressed and they've got millions of dollars and um, and whatnot. So there you go. South Park has released a very humorous episode parodying Harry and Meghan, which I suggest you watch over on Comedy Central. And the rumors that Harry and Meghan are going to sue are probably false. I'm Johnny Masker, and if you're just joining us, we're discussing the South Park episode containing Harry and Meghan. But if you have been watching from the beginning, then stop your grinning and drop your linen, donate some cash, and let's keep winning. Streamlabs.com forward slash Johnny Masker. The more you donate, the more of me you're going to get. Do it now. Click the donate link in the description box below. Keep this channel running. Fund the massacre. We've only got eight days to go to make, wow, another $730. I wonder if we can do that. So another news for tonight, James O'Keefe, CEO of Project Veritas, appears to be leaving 
Project Veritas. He released a very lengthy 40-minute video explaining he's leaving and he's, he's, he was very emotional. His voice was warbling a bit. He was fighting back tears, but he did so with, with how can I say it? He did it pretty well. When some people get tearful, they, they stop and they can't speak and then they lose it. But James O'Keefe didn't. But he is basically leaving. And at the end of the video, he said, I'm going to get my box of stuff and I'm going to leave, suggesting that he's resigning in this 44-minute video. But it's, it's very confusing, this timeline. Various media outlets have tried to disseminate exactly what's going on. Some people are saying he's resigned. Some people are saying... He's, uh, he's completely left the company. Some people are saying he's still CEO and it's not really clear what's going on, but it seems to be very clear that there's been a, uh, a falling out in the upper echelons of Project Veritas between James O'Keefe and other management. And a lot of it has gone public and his position there is now untenable and perhaps he's still there in some kind of legal capacity. But it's pretty obvious that Project Veritas and James O'Keefe is over. And it seems as if James O'Keefe is going to move on and start a new company. At the end of this emotional 44-minute video, James O'Keefe said he's going to continue. And he said he might continue under the name Project Veritas, although I'm not sure how he's going to do that if, he's, if he is actually leaving the company but it seems like he's going to keep doing stuff. And he kind of extended an offer to the staff there in his, his final kind of public confirmation that him and Veritas in its current form is over, that the staff can come and follow him wherever he goes in his new venture. And I think probably the best article on this is on Intelligencer. Oh, no, it's called Intelligencer, which is some kind of subdivision of the New York magazine. So it's on New York magazine. And they say Project Veritas has forced James O'Keefe out. Now Project Veritas is a is a whistleblower and it has uh, conservative principles and they blew the whistle a lot on Pfizer in recent times. They recently released their biggest video ever which since Veritas was reinstated to Twitter has over 50 million views and it features uh, sting on a Pfizer executive saying, claiming that Pfizer is seeking ways to mutate the virus in order to roll out new vaccine vase to deal with it. And Project Veritas have released a lot of bombshells, undercover exposés over the years. And the article says, James O'Keefe, the hidden camera sting artist whose deceptive practices scandalized journalism and thrilled his audience of hardcore conservatives has formally left project veritas the non-profit media organization he created reached on his cell phone on monday a few minutes before his ouster became official o'keefe refused to discuss whether he was preparing to exit members of the project veritas board either did not return messages or declined to comment on rumors i can't said longtime board member George Skakel before hanging up the phone. A Twitter post by Neil McCarb, a, a former Project Veritas spokesman who now works for the One American News Network, reported on Monday that O'Keefe read his resignation letter to his former team and board members at their Mamaronek NY headquarters on Monday morning. So that actually happened and that is released on Twitter. So if you go over to James O'Keefe's 
Twitter, you can actually watch that video. So, however, R.C. Maxwell, a Project Veritas spokesman who is close to O'Keefe, tweeted later on Monday that O'Keefe had not resigned, but rather had been removed from his position as CEO by the Project Veritas board. So there's a lot of conflicting information going on here. And the article says O'Keefe subsequently posted a video of his speech announcing his departure to his employees in a public statement released Monday evening. The Project Veritas board of directors denied it had terminated O'Keefe, claiming it had instead been suspended he had ins instead been suspended indefinitely, pending the resolution of fulsome investigation into what it described as financial malfeasance. So now, apparently, the narrative is that he's being scrutinized. And during that investigation, he's been suspended indefinitely. So it looks like there's a lot of legal jargon going on here. People on both sides trying to protect themselves and trying to work out how they're going to go forward to resolve this. Nonetheless, the article says the board said it was still seeking to continue conversations with James to resolve internal matters rather than litigate them publicly. He quit, Skakel wrote in a follow-up text about this story, and he was not forced out. Whatever the truth of the messy circumstances, O'Keefe has left the organization after a two-week period of turmoil. During that time, Project Veritas has been divided between a group of O'Keefe lo loyalists and a large group of dissenters on the staff and board who chafed at the founder's erratic management style, spending and penchant for its costly confrontation with ideological adversaries and his own employees. This is kind of a ridiculous statement by New Yorker, New York Mag, um, because to say it's a costly confrontation with ideological adversaries is just is plainly false. It's not costly. That's where all of their income actually comes from. Regardless, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas is over, as you can see there. What do you think about this? What do you think about James O'Keefe? What do you think he's going to do next? Do you think he's just going to continue as before and start a new company name? I'm guessing that's what he's going to do. I think there's a very bitter taste left in his mouth, as you can see if you watch his, his statement on Twitter. And I don't think he's going to want to keep the name going forward, although perhaps it's very dear to him and he's going to, he will try to do just that. But I'm guessing... He's going to want to put the whole thing behind him and start something new. James O'Keefe is quite an interesting character. He came to fame exposing a group of non-profit organizations known as ACORN, which was basically some kind of uh, democratic political juggernaut that sought to entrench leftism within society through various means that are kind of not very clear. Uh, kind of various types of funding and and organizations and groups and stuff like that and, and community groups and stuff and James O'Keefe posed as a pimp with a with a fake prostitute and did an undercover sting on them and got low-level staff members to kind of support him and his uh, his criminal activities that he was pretending to engage in and that's how he, he rose to prominence and that story was broken with Andrew Breitbart the late Andrew Breitbart a very famous conservative who created Breitbart.com. And that's how James Keefe rose to prominence. So the very beginnings of his career were undercover journalism and sting operations. And so I, I think he's obviously going to continue doing that. That's where his bread is buttered. I don't know James O'Keefe, obviously, and I don't know that much about him. But I found him perhaps... I thought he was a little bit 
he like he loved himself a little bit too much with his brown leather jacket and his kind of swagger and stuff i could be completely missing the market i i do appreciate in order to do these kind of things you've got to have your persona and have a thick skin and be very tough because you get a lot of pushback and a lot of flack so perhaps some of it was just an act that enabled him to do what he did and what he did i think was very good for society especially exposing um these the big farmer which is pretty much the the most fined american company of all time in terms of um making false claims about their, their products so i think what he did was important but i just i i didn't find him i didn't find his personality really suited mine that much and and i didn't really follow him and i wasn't a fan so but i'd be interested to hear your opinions on it so there yeah james keith has uh He's left Project Veritas. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to Project Veritas after this. Uh, if you look online, Project Veritas is getting ratioed on Twitter and everyone's just attacking them saying, if James O'Keefe goes, I'm going to go. So ironically, even though they fell out over funding, perhaps they're going to lose funding over that and they should have just kept it sweet together and they'll they'll lose more money Um for for being greedy and trying to get more money james o'keefe said that 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 was the main part of the falling out was they were putting profit in front of the morals of the company james o'keefe said when he broke the acorn story it was never about money and he didn't make any money from it but he he obviously got a lot of headlines from it and i think james o'keefe is saying that for him it's more about the purity of the the company and the morals and the message and the mission and he was saying the board members were getting greedy when they were pushing for funding and, and donations. So I think that's that's the reason that they fell out. So let me know what you think about that in the comments. Okay, everybody. I see Lone Wolf in the comments. He says, I'm concerned for the future in a way I haven't been for a long while. Aren't we all, my friend? You are not alone. Alan Wright in the comments says, you know, the sad thing about Harry and Meghan is that they may actually be the most normal members of the royal family. Well, the other ones certainly know how to play their game. Then they're not making headlines for the, the wrong reasons of falling out with the establishment like Harry and Meghan do. Mr. McLean says, can I get a lot of mercy? Yes, you can, mate. Of course you can. So thank you, everybody. It's been fun today telling you about the New South Park episode featuring Harry and Meghan, or at least a parody of them, and James O'Keefe leaving Project Veritas. I have been Johnny Massacre, and I tell you what, Massacre mates, you better be back for the next episode. Otherwise, I'll be coming around your ass. Please make sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell. Because, well, that is what all those other cunts tell you to do. Layers.